0: you listen to nothing but Niners. This is Kyle Youchek, and you're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison hurt takes advantage of it, he takes
1: the handoff, the his right, gets to the twenty. He He's in the thirty. Needs to cut the He. Comes- Five. Young, back to throw, in trouble, he's going to be sacked, no, gets away, he runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, that's back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10, he died, I'm down, 49 Third down, Alex takes the snap, Alex looking down in post, and it's good! Second down, Ryan takes the strength of the play to the left side. It's worthless. Getting redempted. The 49ers pick it. And Nevada Bowman is redemption. Nevada Bowman running it all the way. And it's put down. No greater redemption. San Francisco Forty today. We can do whatever we want. click,
0: click boom what's going on faithfuls it's your boy mike from the nothing but niners crew and guys we are back to bring you guys another fun-filled show my head is too high hold on a second that's that's not cool let's back this thing up a little bit pause there we go what's going on everybody man it's your boy mike from nothing but niners crew back to bring you guys another fun-filled episode the 49ers are two and zero, but at what cost we're gonna break all of that down we're gonna have a lot of fun discuss some of the trends that we've seen so far throughout the season are the 49ers in mid-season form yet or do we have a long way to go perhaps they are already better than what they were last year all of that and more we're gonna discuss all of those things but before we do guys let me give you a couple of house cleaning and uh some announcements here okay scrolling across the bottom of the screen are your directions for this episode if you have never been here before if you just happen to find this if we popped up on your live feed on youtube or on facebook or on twitch Guys, like the button, smash the like button, push the button really, really hard, just, right? And then subscribe, and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we are going live. Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners that are spelled all the way out with no spaces. I mean, with spaces in there, no numbers anywhere in there. Nothing but Niners are spelled all the way out, N-I-N-E-R-S. And then we have Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. And those handles are nothing but nine e r s so nothing but the number nine e r s last but certainly not least guys the party is always going on man We got a new party of the palisade dropping at 8 a.m tomorrow morning make sure you guys are there patreon.com slash nb9 e r s uh party in the palisade episode coming ten dollar tier twenty dollar tier only make sure you guys are over there checking it all out okay i'm your host with the most i am mike andrews 83 Let me see what's going on here. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure I did my part. Uh, Guys, so I was listening to, by the way, shout out to everybody in the chat. What's going on, everybody? Much love to everybody out there, man. I will not be keeping my eyes on the chat when I'm flying solo. guys. I have to focus on my topics, my uh, talking points at hand. I want to try to tie some things back together if I can. I don't know. I don't know. Some things can't be tied together, right? But I do want to share with you guys some of the things that I have found uh, so far through my research for tonight's episode, okay? So the first thing is this. Um, we're two and oh. Let's talk about some of the positive things we have seen from this 49ers team so far this year. okay? Now obviously, to start two, two games on the road. And you walk away with a W. You can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. But then you start thinking to yourself, well, we're 2-0. But are we the best 2-0 team in the NFL? So I'm going to share something with you guys, all right? And I want you guys to tell me the truth, the truth, without any of your bias on who the best 2-0 and team is, in the entire NFL. We're going to do both conferences. We're going to do the American conference. We're going to do the national conference and everything in between. All right. So let's start with that. We're going to do a quick screen share here so you guys can see what I see. Do you see what I see? All right. Boom. There it is. Little me in the corner. And here we go. Dolphins, 2-0. Ravens two and oh that is it for the nfc now i mean for the afc now everybody told me how big and bad the afc was this year right everybody told me that oh man the talent over there they got those dolphins those jets and those bills you got those chiefs and those chargers and those raiders you got those ravens and steelers and Bengals. And nobody talked about the AFC South. It was just that the Jaguars will probably come out of there. Tell me y'all, tell me y'all to watch out for those Colts. I don't know what's going to happen over there, but watch out for those Colts. But let's get back to it. Let's get back. Let's get back to the fun stuff. Ravens 2-0 and they have scored 52 points. We'll come back to the points allowed because that is a reflection of the defense. 2-0, 52 points scored. Okay. Nobody in the AFC West. One team in the AFC East, the Dolphins, and they have scored 60 points. That's going to be important, guys. It's going to be important. We'll come back to that, okay? That's it. But on the NFC side, the National Football Conference, huh? Just boom, straight out the gate, the NFC East. Everybody 2-0. Everybody over there is and 2-0. Look at the Cowboy guys. They've scored 70 points. They are outscoring their opponents by 35 points a game. Look at this. Look at this. 70 points for only 10 points allowed. That is crazy. That is crazy. That is an average score of 35 to 5. That is nuts. That is absolutely insane. That is absolutely insane. Eagles, two wins, 59 points for. Commanders, 55 points for. Wow. 49ers, two wins, 60.4. Not bad. Nobody qualifies here, but then you got the NFC South. (laughs) Who saw this coming? Who saw this coming? Now, this is when you start to separate the champs from the chumps, but it's cool. It's cool. I'm going to break it down here. The Falcons with 49 points for, the Saints with 36.4, and the Buccaneers with 47 points for. I think the most impressive 2-0 team in the NFL right now is the Saints. I really, really do. They've allowed 32 points in two games. They've only scored 36 points in two games, but they are a perfect 2-0. That is impressive. Not saying it's good not saying you want it to be that way, but damn, they are in some close games and they are finding ways to win. Derek Carr and Taysom Hill, that combination over there, that defense is coming in there. 32 points allowed. Listen, for all intents and purposes, I want y'all to see something, right? 32 here. Now keep looking. You tell me when you see something lower than 32 until you get to the Cowboys. The Niners, right? That's number two. And then you got the Cowboys at 10. Cowboys, best scoring deep or best defense against scoring in the nfl with 10 then you have the niners at 30 and then all the way down here 32 is the saints i'm telling y'all that defense over there is special it's special and the offense isn't even doing their part the offense isn't even like giving them a window also as good as their their defense the bills but they already got a loss we're talking about the teams that are undefeated right 51 points for the dolphins that defense is tridash right? Ravens defense, okay, 33 points, 33 points. That would be good for third. You got the Cowboys, Niners, and then the 32 points with the Saints, okay? So then, my bad, they would be fourth. Ravens would be fourth. Not a bad defense, almost as many points, right? Eight points less than the 49ers, okay? And that's where it stops. So, I ask you guys this question. Of the Ravens, of the Dolphins. Of the Niners, of the Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Saints, um, Falcons, and Buccaneers. Who is the best two-win team in the NFL? Tony, what say you? Ah, snuck me in there, huh? Yes, um, sir. Who's the best two-win team? Yeah, man. Listen. Listen. It's it's a lot of them in the NFC. Everyone talks so much trash about the AFC, man. I just don't get it. I don't get uh, it. They said, no, the AFC is big and bad, big and bad. The NFC has two divisions with three undefeated teams right now. They have seven teams, 2-0, and the AFC only has two. The Dolphins
1: and the Ravens. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, the, as a fan, I'm gonna say the Niners, but you know, it's 10 points games giving up 10 points. Dallas is impressive. I don't know, it's pretty happened. impressive, right? Yeah, I mean, I listen, I don't know what happened the week in the first week, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, what the hell's going on on my TV? Um, I'm gonna say the Niners, but I mean, listen. By all means, Niners have a lot of things to to work on. Um, but ten points, two weeks. I, you have to say Dallas as much as I don't want to, but that is impressive. Mm. That mm. is.
0: I like that you said Dallas and didn't try to diminish who their opponents were or anything like that. I really, really like that you did that, Tony, because a lot of people are gonna say, "Yeah, but it was the Aaron Rodgers Jets, and it was the Cal, I mean, it was the Giants who didn't show up at all."
1: Well, I mean, you have to take that into consideration somewhat. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a reason why they went out and traded for Aaron Rodgers, right? Yes. We all could agree with that. Um, But as far as the Giants, I I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I I don't know. I don't know what happened as far as that. But, you know, it's going to be, I think, what is that, two more weeks from now? It's going to be?
0: Uh, well, after, yeah, yeah, two more football weeks. Yeah,
1: yes, so sir. I mean, that's going to be interesting
0: to see. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So that's how I wanted to start the episode. I wanted to start with a little bit of fun here, see who people thought. Oh, let me see. Let me see what the chat said. I I, I got to keep my eye on the chat when I ask them a question, right? I want to see what the chat thought, who their uh, best to win team is, although this is a 49ers channel, so. I mean, I'm expecting and see it. Uh, Golden Dragon here says Miami Dolphins, the best 2-0 team, objectively speaking. I don't know how you can put the Dolphins over
1: the Cowboys. I don't. I don't. I mean, people have their own ways they look at it. I mean, the Dolphins are, are playing well. Um I don't know. I, I Like I said, I don't watch other teams. I just. <laughs> the
0: jetless Rogers.
1: <laughs> he didn't say Rogerless Jets.
0: He said Jetless Rogers. I like that. Sorry. No, it, he's kind of right.
1: I ain't going to lie. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know, man. I mean, the, like someone just said the Eagles, right? I don't think the Eagles look dominant. I don't. You think the Eagles look down?
0: No, the Eagles look super duper vulnerable, like super vulnerable. I have, you guys know where we live. Like this is, he said the Commanders are the best. I'm
1: hey. gonna have to do it. Am I gonna have to do this right now? Am I gonna have to what? do this right now? We're gonna do this. Okay, let's give the Niners some credit. Okay, oh, they go they go into in Pittsburgh. Now we all know the track record of the Niners. Okay. They go into Pittsburgh and beat a team who's known to come out hot and we're a team who knows to come out slow. Excellent coach uh, on the road. And they out-performed them. How do I say this? I'm half asleep. They out them. They beat them down. I, th- I think the, the Niners beat. The Steelers, like physically, mm-hmm. I do, I really do. Okay, did the Steelers win last week? They they just beat what you call last night with that freaking knee injury, but uh, they beat the Browns. Oh, they beat
0: the Bronc- the Browns, the Browns. So dang it, that means like, we lost our streak of teams not winning after they play us.
1: So, like, you got to look at that. I think that was a huge statement game. Then they come back and play, who did we just beat? Uh, the Rams. Oh, my God, yeah. The I'm sorry, I'm tired of shit. They played the Rams, okay? Clearly the Rams made some changes in their philosophy with McVeigh there, and, you know, I don't think the Niners were expecting that, so they kind of got caught a little off guard uh, in Levi South. Um, and Brock Purdy did not have a great game. Right. He didn't have a huge game. He missed those three deep shots. But for all the talk of Purdy not having a good game, they still scored 30 points. So what does that mean for this team? Hmm. Think about it. I will, I will say this.
0: The Dolphins are the only 2-0 team besides the Niners. That have not had a home game yet every other team has had at least one game at home already <laughs> that's a debate i mean I, I i know we we go over there we, <laughs> let me tell you man they were pumping some serious noise into that game because i watched it
1: where the rams
0: uh, yeah i watched it and i was listening to the crowd cheering for the rams and I was like, oh, I'm impressed. Like, they showed up. And yeah. then they zoomed out. I think you were on the stream when that happened. I was like, wow, that crowd is really loud. Like, listen to them. Yeah. And then they zoomed out, and it was just all red. Like, the whole end zone and the, up to the second deck, it was all red.
1: Yeah. I was like, no, oh, definitely, wow. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I agree with it. I'm watching it again right now and I can see red. And, you know, shout out to the Niners uh, fans. But they, You know they're probably one of the best traveling fans in football. So
0: Yeah, man. So they are. They they are I I do believe that we are we have one of the best traveling fan bases. Um especially because, you know, we're so like we're we're everywhere. You know what I mean? Like the Niners, their fan base really represents like the whole country. Uh and so if there's a home game somewhere, we're going to get there. You know? Yeah. We're, we're gonna get there um yes i i do remember that that's, that's what i realized they were pumping in crowd noise because i'm like there's no way this kind of cheering is happening because they got a first down and they zoom out and all i see is it was just red everywhere yeah. that one view i was like well, holy smokes wait did not so, the
1: falcons just get nailed for pumping in crowd noise
0: pumping in louder or more crowd noise than what you're allowed to that you get dinged for.
1: Yeah, they just lost a fifth-round pick, and they got fined. Like, 300K. That's, That's big. That's big. Just saying.
0: All right. So, the Niners are 2-0. and Tony, I want you to tell me some positive things about this Niners team. So, um, I tried to sit around and, like, say, all right. Are the Niners in mid-season form or aren't they? And so I went and looked up some numbers, right? I started looking at some some regular season splits, how the Niners finished the entire 2022 series, uh, season versus just a small two-game window. And I want to ask you, do you think the Niners are close to what they were just like, statistically splits wise i'll give you some of the things i was looking up right the shotgun the under center snaps i looked that up Hmm. Uh, i looked up third down conversions i looked up on third and 10 or second and 10 what the niners tend to do whether it be run or pass i looked up little tiny things like that to see if there was a big difference and i'm do you think there was a big difference? Do you think there was a difference in some, or do you think they were part of the course in in midseason form already?
1: I don't. I don't. I first off, I don't think they're in midseason form yeah. yet. I still think there's there's you know some kink like some kinks they got to work out. Um, but I do think as far as the shotgun to under center, it seems like he's a, in the shotgun a little bit more right now. See, and
0: that's exactly why I looked it up. I thought the same exact thing. I sincerely thought the same exact thing. Last year, the 49ers were in shotgun 57% of the time. 57%. This year, the Niners have been in shotgun at 50 out of 100 plays. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 70 out of 120 plays. And that comes to like 58%. Hold on. I did the math on it. Let me pull up my calculator. I lost it.
1: So they are on pace. They're yeah, actually 50,
0: they're 58%. By 1%. It, it was 57% last year. It's 1% right now.
1: Yeah. That's pretty because, impressive. Which is odd, I gotta be honest with you. Because I kind of feel like the true play action comes from under center rather than the shotgun. But I think maybe Brock might be a little bit more comfortable in the shotgun, if you will. Um, but either way, but we, I, I think he's he's operating fine as far as, like, you know, seeing the field. But I just think he might be a little bit more comfortable in the shotgun. Because at uh, Iowa State, he was in the shotgun a lot.
0: It's it's all very strange because the, the truth of the matter is, like, he – the Niners had Jimmy longer than they had anybody. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I, I guess I don't feel like Jimmy's strength was at a shotgun. I don't, I
1: don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know. It's weird. No, I definitely think Jimmy's strength was out a shotgun because he struggled with flipping your I head again, coming back and back. reassessing. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. It, it was weird, man. Um, but the, So I I started looking at all the numbers and believe it or not, the Niners are in like right in line with everything except third downs. We're only at, we're only converting 35% of the third downs, eight of 23 third downs so far. And that's, that ain't going to cut it, bro. Especially when we're giving up almost 50% third down conversions. Now, obviously not against the Steelers. Mm -hmm. We had some crazy, like, Five straight three and outs or something like that against the Steelers or some something nuts like that, right? But other than that, you let the you let the Rams turn around and go, you know, 50% on us. It's tough. Uh I have here, what was my other note? 49ers have had 16 attempts with second or third and 10, and they've run the ball 50% of the time. That's not odd to you. On second and 10 or longer. And third and ten or longer, we're running the ball just as much as we're passing.
1: Um, no, I. I just feel Kyle has a lot of faith in this offense, and if he likes the matchup in the run game, he won't hesitate to call that run game. And I feel that he has the confidence in Brock Purdy and the receivers now. What year seven for them going on to year seven right now, as far as his offense installed with the majority of this system, uh, this team. Um, but I just think he has the utmost confidence. And let's talk about something else, right? You're talking about comparing to last year. I see a night and day difference in the play call on Wakai Shanahan this year compared to last year in Pittsburgh, fourth and one. On the forty-five yard line, fourth and four, four bang! Saying. Play action in the shotgun. It's Kittle on a on a uh, a motion cross the uh, cross the formation and dumps it off. When did Kyle ever do that?
0: So let's now, talk about it, man. Let's okay. talk about
1: it. Let's talk about the second thing. With one second on the clock going into halftime, knowing you're not getting that ball in the second half. He keeps that offense. He keeps that line there, and he just rams it right up there with Brock Purdy. Oh. Seven points. Just okay. the Rams' ass. Just he, he just has the confident. He has the confidence in this team. It, it's just a different feeling with this team. There's no hesitancy. There's no like you know calling you know, calling plays scared anymore. I just think he calls to he he sticks to his script. And he calls what he sees and what he likes, and as far as matchups, and I think people need to take a step back and say, "All right, this is Kyle Shanahan now." I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect, but you're finally seeing this offense. Poor, I mean, Brock Purdy didn't have his best game. They still put up 30 points, and to be honest with you, I think Brock Purdy got screwed out of a touchdown pass. I really do. do The touchdown pass to Debo Samuel shoot. is not a pass. It, it would they called it a run, but oh, he oh. clearly threw the ball.
0: I I but thought you scored. meant like I thought you meant like we thought we scored and they took it off the.
1: No 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 no. The the, that should have been a touchdown pass for Brock Purdy. I don't know why it wasn't, but whatever. Um, but you see like a night and day difference in this confidence in his offense as a unit, um, with Brock Purdy rather than the other quarterbacks that have been here in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan
0: I want to talk about the fourth downs this new level of let's call it aggressiveness for lack of a better mm-hmm. term with Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. right hmm let me let me pull up my splits again um because I am willing to bet that in 2022 we probably didn't go for it on fourth down more than
1: twenty times. But you knew it was coming on fourth down. When when we did it, yes. You knew it was coming with 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 on fourth down, especially when Jimmy was in there. All right? In two weeks, Kyle showed two different looks on fourth down. One where he totally ran a full play action pass and executed it, and the other one. Was the typical Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan quarterback sneak on fourth and short?
0: We went for it a total of 17 times on fourth down last year.
1: And what was the conversion
0: Conversion rate. rate? Let me see. Five plus one plus. Wait. Oh, here we go. Five plus one plus seven. Seven out of seventeen times, so no below fifty percent. Bueno. Yes, below fifty percent. Now, again, that's exactly once a game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or how about Holy this? Smoke. How about this one? How many times you see Kyle run out on a fourth down situation, lets it run, tries to get him to jump, calls a timeout, or let t- takes the penalty and backs up and punts?
0: What does he Wait, do now? Something's not he, right. Something's not right here. They're he saying that the 9 only...
1: He trotted out Moody and nailed the 57-yarder. Think about it. Like, there's, it, there's teams at a different level right now compared to previous years.
0: They're saying that we only went for it once this year. That's not right.
1: No, we went for it twice. One time I in Pittsburgh. I think we did it... We did it, uh...
0: I think... I, no. No, we had a, a QB sneak for a first down to, like, seal the game. Didn't we?
1: What I know, like, you know.
0: This is saying on know. fourth and one. What is this? Number of plays run. Yeah. This is saying that we ran one play and we got 11 yards. Oh, it was a pass play for 11 yards on fourth and one to three. Let me see this.
1: That was versus Pittsburgh with the Kittle,
0: right? Oh, oh, so okay. Game two wasn't even in here yet. Game two was not in yet. Okay, yeah. maybe that's why. Mm. That's even worse because it says no, our record. You is even 0.
1: crazy. Tristan twenty seven hundred has made a valid point. That was on our first drive of the season. Yeah. he said. Yeah. Let's go. Balls to the wall. We're going for it. This yep. is the new me. This is the new me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they don't have it here. That was fourth down that we did that. Uh, uh, or was that just one second left on the clock against the, the Steelers?
1: No. That was that fourth was down, fourth versus down Steelers.
0: wasn't it? Yes. I mean, I meant the Rams. I'm sorry. I meant to say the Rams. I, I, I meant to say the Rams. I'm sorry. That, when we went for that I'm
1: sure that was a fourth down.
0: I know it was 1 second left on the clock, but I just I really thought it was uh fourth down also. Maybe it wasn't fourth down, Tony. Let me see. See look look look, the QB sneak wasn't fourth down, was it? But even if it's not the year they're saying that was second down, it wasn't for Oh, there was a there was a penalty down there. They're right. Remember the uh there was a pass interference in the end zone that got us down there in the first place. That wasn't fourth down.
1: Hold on. I'm looking at it right now. That's what it was. It was going to be fourth down. Yeah.
0: And he kept the, he kept the offense on for a fourth down play also, but then they review – okay, I know what we're confusing, Tony. Brandon Ayuk had a catch, and it was short of the sticks. It was fourth down, and they kept the team out there. That happened in this game, but then – They they threw the flag, and they overturned uh, Ayuk's catch. They said it hit the ground. Mm -hmm. It was an incomplete pass. That that was the fourth down that they were going to attempt uh, in this game.
1: Yo, Aaron Banks is a monster, bro.
0: Yes, he is. I love seeing it. Absolutely love seeing it.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. So let's talk about Kyle Shanahan's aggressive play calling this season. It's definitely more aggressive. Forget the fourth downs for a second. The QB sneaks. Kyle Shanahan values points more than anything. opportunities blown. Um, and while it did feel like a fourth down situation, it was quite literally an all or nothing that uh that second down on the one, the sneak with one second left. Uh, you don't get that. You leave that possession that entire drive with nothing. And the old Kyle would have taken the three points. yeah um, again. There was a a pass to Brandon Ayuk that they thought uh, was a third-down conversion, um, and he was marked short. They called it a catch. Kyle ran the offense out on the field. McVay calls the timeout, throws the flag. They challenge it, and it turns out Ayuk did not catch the ball. But, but Kyle Shanahan was ready to go for it on fourth down on that play. Correct. Correct, Tony. Man, what's up? This this is not the the Kyle Shanahan we're used to seeing.
1: And it that what does that tell you? Clearly, Kyle had no confidence in any quarterback that he had there.
0: Is it is it the quarterback?
1: I think so. I really do, Mike. I really believe he has the upmo. Remember how I said last year that Kyle's main objective is he wants the quarterback to see the game the way he does. He wants to see he wants the quarterback to read the defense the way he does. And I think that's what's going on right now with Brock Purdy. Like Brock Purdy's not the biggest, he's not the strongest, he doesn't have the the strongest arm to throw the deepest ball. He like he's not that guy. He's not the guy that's going to like um be like your Ryan Leaf coming out number 1 overall when they had that comparison Ryan Leaf versus Peyton Manning where Ryan Leaf was like the poster boy and then Peyton Manning was the brain guy. And look who had the better career, right? It, it, he's not perfect. He's not that dominating stature in that arm. But what he is, is his football IQ is through the roof. He has an excellent feel of the pocket, a great quick release. He reads and processes and goes through his progressions At a high level. Now, let's take this back, and again, no comparisons, but the Steve Youngs, the Joe Montanas, the Jeff Garcias, all those guys weren't your poster boys. They were just very good up here, and they were mobile enough to make plays with their legs and extend plays or create plays. And that's what Brock Purdy is, and that's why I think Two consecutive games, 30 points. Now, my question to you is, what happens if this streak continues? And they what keep throwing 30 points up a game, literally. Because it doing it with ease.
0: Have you looked at the team schedule? Of course I did. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so we, we have two games of film now. Like so, we we have we have an idea of what some of these teams are and aren't doing so far, right? Mm -hmm. So the Giants, I think we put up thirty on them. The Cardinals, I think we put up thirty on them. Cowboys, probably not the way their defense has been playing. The way the defense played us in the postseason, probably not.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the one we're really going to like focus on and say, all right, let's see where let's use this as like a a let's see where we are. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and see where we are in our development and in, in our our uh success and progressions in our offense. So just one thing. Play in and play out, Kyle consistently has somebody open. So with that being said, I kind of feel it's on the quarterback to take and see and find what the defense is giving you. Now, if you combine that philosophy with the skill set that we have, I kind of think it's going to, you know, again, the offensive line has to continue to protect. I think the offensive line played very well this game. I will tell you that with a straight face. This is another game versus the Rams versus Kyle Shanahan where you barely heard Aaron Donald's name. Okay, I think
0: I I saw Aaron Donald twice during this game, and both times he was on the sideline with his helmet off.
1: Okay, so that's what I'm trying to say. So I I just kind of feel you know, I think this team this offense is at a level right now. I if they stay healthy and they keep this execution going up, like executing at this rate, they are a very tough team to beat. So now for years, we said, like, you know, we were worried about our offense. I'm kind of worried about a little bit with the defense with Steve Wilkes. Oh, I kind shit. of am. I'm sorry. I, I'm a little I'm a little nervous. I'm sorry.
0: 49ers just, are 2 0, oh, but at what cost has the defense been exposed? Here we go. Tony breaking it down. Here we go.
1: No, I'm not saying the defense have been listen to me. Shit. You gotta understand something, right? Salah came in here and built the foundation as a defense, along with Kyle Shanahan. I don't care what anyone says. He helped him. Okay? He executed the defense. They add the pieces to this defense, and they became a very successful defense under Salah. So now what happens? You replace Salah with an ex-player who was basically, when he was on the field, the co- an extension of the coaching staff in um, D'Amico Rimes. So... Look, my question is this. Because of his experience on the field and seeing things and his film study for, for a year, I think he played 13, 12, 13 years, D'Amico Ryan's in different systems, Did he? It, would he have the ability to see things and adjust to things better and easier than a Steve Wilkes?
0: Or even a Robert Sala, even.
1: Or even a Robert Sala. There you go. That's, that's a very good point. Yeah, let's but think I, about. Good. Does that on the field experience the reason why we were so successful as a unit last year and the year previous? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm scared shit. I will tell you about one thing that I'm very scared of. Even though they're saying Saquon Barkley is out, this team does not defend the zone read well. Under Wilkes, we saw in preseason. But I'm willing to say with the starters out there, it might be a little bit different rather than preseason. But I just want to see what Steve Wilkes's answer was. What is going to be? We saw There's how the no lines adjusted. Yeah. Like, you know, how they, they read the last yeah. man in a line of yeah, scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either pull it or tuck it. Or right, hand it or tuck it, or hand it or pull it, whatever. Um
0: I'm trying to think of what quarterback is going to pose that threat to
1: us. I mean, I think it's a big test this week with Daniel Jones.
0: I I it could be. I don't see him as a, as like one of those zone read. I I get it. They do like four or five plays a game maybe of it, but I think he's more of a scrambler. I think I think he's more dangerous with his legs than the zone read. Does that make any sense? Like I I don't look at him as that kind of offense. Like that's not the that's not the well, premise no. It's not
1: him. a strict zone read offense. They're not by all means, but what I'm saying is, whether it's a design run or it's a zone read run, he's still a threat right. out of that backfield. Yeah, and if you can't defend it, they're going to keep doing it until you can. Yeah.
0: Well, lucky for us, we don't play any other scrambling or athletic quarterbacks uh, until week 13 after mm-hmm. after this week here. Yeah. So. That that af- absolutely benefits us. Like, let's go. Let's go. Um, you said that you don't think the defense got exposed. I do. I do. And I think that we shouldn't be afraid to say it. We need to see some kind of changes. I, While I think it could have been by design, I don't think that the Niners are used to guys scrambling or swarming to the ball so late. So, while while they let Puka Nakao just go across the middle as much as he did, mm-hmm. this guy was getting seven, eight, nine yards a pop every single time. I think they thought it was going to be four or five yards. We wrap him up. Four or five yards. We wrap him up. And eventually, a team will get tired of that. Like, dude, I'm getting killed out here. Like, I'm tired of getting hit. We're not even getting first downs. Like, enough of that, right? But these were big chunk plays, eight, nine yards every time he did it, every time he caught the ball. I think that kind of exposed the Niners a little bit. We played super soft. We would not press these guys at the line or even close to it. These guys were – it would be – bro, there was a third and seven while we were all on, and you see Mooney Ward eight yards off the line of scrimmage and backpedaling at the snap. Just giving them the yards. Just giving it to them. The guy gets to the sticks, puts his foot in the ground, turns around, the ball's right there. The easiest first down they ever get. I saw it the entire time. Yeah. You don't think that
1: that's a little bit of exposure? Like, you don't think that that's... I'm not at the point to say exposure yet. What I'm at the point as is just, it seems like they're a step behind on everything right now. And that's from the pass rush... To breaking, to tackling, to covering, I just think they're a step behind on that. Also, I don't like this mentality of playing soft—the bend but don't break mentality. I am not a fan of that. They tended to do that a little bit under Salah in the beginning. Um, I'm 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 very against the bend but don't break mentality. I am. I can't understand. Like you just said, you have a corner backpedaling beyond the first down sticks, and then the receiver goes past it and stops, and they come and tackle him. What's the point of being on the field when your whole objective is to prevent them from getting a first down? And that's where I think Steve Wilkes comes in because we've seen how this team could play, right? We've seen this team compete. We've seen this team lock people down. Shut offensive down, shut offensive game plans and players down. Like, I honestly feel this team should be a top five defense, but I just feel with the philosophy and the scheme that he's calling, I don't like that mentality. And he's blitzing, but when your front four is not getting home and generating that pressure, just what your base four, you're, you're going to have to. Generate pressure somehow. And mm-hmm. that's where I think this team changed its philosophy in the second half, where they went man and they were blitzing Fred Warner. They were blitzing Oliver. They were blitzing Hufanga. And they, you know, Dre Greenlaw a couple of plays, but they were locking up on the outside. So that's where I want to. I want to see that I. What I'm expecting is this. I said this in my head, like I worked today while I was driving around. Week one. Hook Nakua, two, not Nakal. Sorry, Nakua. Week one, week two was the starters preseason. And I'm okay with the way they performed. If you're telling me those are their first two starts. Okay, because their real only live action as a full unit was, I'm I, again, we're guessing because we're not there was their inner squats with the Raiders. And that technically isn't full-out one-on-one, like, you know, tackling, hitting the quarterback and stuff like that. The whistle's very quick, and they're trying to prevent injuries. So preseason's over for this starting unit on both sides of the ball. I want to see how they respond tomorrow or Thursday. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm going to say, okay, where are we at? Now, it's going to be tough. It's a short week for them. Granted, it's not a long flight home from L.A., thank God. But there could be the issue of, like, you know, they're a little tired. They're a little worn down. It was a physical game versus the Rams. They played a physical team versus Steelers. I'm just going to be – I want to see how they respond this week. If they come out and literally clamp down this team, I'm going to feel different. But if you see the, the passive, non-aggressive play defensive calls in the secondary, what are we doing? Now the question is, what are we doing?
0: I, I don't like our zone defense at all. At all. It's like they just – like, it, you know, I think what looks different to me about this year's zone, like before – I don't even know how to, like, show you this with my hands, right? Like, there'd be layers to the zone, right? And, like, they kind of pass guys off and they go back to where they were once a guy gets beyond them it kind of feels like the zone is just floating with the people as they insert the zone. Does that make any sense? Like, as the receiver hits the middle of the zone, they don't pass them off to the next guy. Like, they don't stay with them and then pass them off. It feels like when I, – I don't have enough hands to do – all right, the microphone is the receiver. It looks
1: more of like a prevent defense. Uh, how your... uh, how's that go? <laughs> Can someone get a still shot of that, please?
0: I should not have just done that.
1: But man, that was... it looks like the zone
0: is moving around the player once he gets in the zone. Oh, as a... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what? Whatever, man. Fuck it. The defense is great. I give up. I, don't...
1: <laughs> no, I mean, listen, they can be great. They can be really great, but... I just think they need to mesh and gel as a unit. I I, I really, I really just feel that way. Um, I I do need. I do think. Um, damn, that was crazy. But he just did. I do think that they need to. Um, the the front four needs to get going. You know what I'm saying. I'm not worried whatsoever. You see the pressures. Bosa was number one. Uh, Hargra- Hargrave was number two. Armstead, I think, was number three. Followed by his, I don't even know who else. I think uh-uh. Law, was there. Uh-huh.
0: Ken Law was number three, baby. That's was he? right,
1: baby? Yes, really? Law was
0: number three, baby, with four.
1: So I mean, I just need. I, I just think they need to get into their rhythm, and once right. that happens, and once they start rushing as a unit rather than an individual basis, I think that's when you'll see this defense go.
0: So you don't think that the defense has been exposed yet, but we're on the borderline. Like if if teams continue to do it to us, then you get worried about it, right? So I kind of...
1: If it's an ongoing thing and it's consistently like, you know, we have to go into a shootout, that's when the exposure would be an ex uh concern
0: let me ask you this question we're talking about the defense being exposed and i think we kind of you know you 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 insinuated it throughout the game uh and 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 even later um we kind of got hit with a dose of our own medicine this past game right yeah. mm-hmm. love that throw that uh brock purdy made to Jawan jennings no look like jennings wasn't even out of his break yet when he released that ball now the ball did it was behind him so jennings cut across but he had to spin to catch the ball behind him. But it's still I love seeing that he threw it to a spot and not to a player that was already looking at him. I love that. And that was under pressure. Um, but yeah, so um the second half adjustments. Talk to me about that. I think that's something that Wilkes actually does pretty good so far. So far, I think second half adjustments. What it's this prevent zone shit that gets us in all the trouble. I felt like we were in that for most of this game and they were just moving up and down the field. I felt like we were in that to end the first half against the Steelers and clearly they scored on that one, right? Uh, Aided by a bad penalty or two, but whatever. Um, But they were still marching. They were marching with or without those penalties. Those penalties happened after they had already had first downs. So it wasn't like, you know, they were having problems moving the ball. Um, But those second half adjustments by Wilkes in this defense – Is that Wilkes? Is that the players overcoming what the coaching is doing? Or is it a combination? How how do you think this is? Because I know we don't have all the answers, guys. We're just speculating here. We're just talking ball. Uh, What what do you think, though, Tony?
1: As far as the second half adjustments, I I think it's kind of like what I just said. I think he became aggressive with the fifth rusher. And once you switch to a fifth rusher, it's kind of like he went, man. So now the question is this is the this defense better as a man team a man coverage team, or is it a zone team? It was very zone heavy. Well, it wasn't zone heavy, but it was normally zone under Sala and D'Amico. D'Amico implemented a little bit more man than Sala did, but I thought it was gonna be more man with Wilkes. But it, I guess he's again trying something different. It, it's, it's kind finale. of like Kyle ha- 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 hired this guy, right? And I think I, we've heard this and read this at nauseam. That Kyle sat him down and said, "Here, this is the defensive playbook. Can you do this or not?" <laughs> like you know, I mean, what I'm saying?
0: even if even if we didn't think that, it's kind of obvious by his lack of hires, by his lack of, you know. He brought no one with him, so it's clearly the team trying to just say, "Hey, run our playbook." Well, I mean, how do we know that he didn't try to bring somebody from Carolina? Even if he did, and they said no, that's still them saying no. Run this I'm shit.
1: Carolina said no. You're not taking him. That's what I'm saying.
0: I thought they, I thought they couldn't block promotions. They could only block lateral moves.
1: Well, if he got a promotion on that staff, he got if he was detained, uh, retained by uh, detained, retained by the new coach like because i don't think they're replacing um uh the linebacker coach what the fuck is his name rob um damn i'm losing it i'm losing my mind man johnny holland johnny holland they're not they're not getting rid of johnny holland i don't think and johnny holland is the the he translates the calls from the box Mm -hmm. down there to the to the field so I mean, I I don't know. I don't know with that. I just, I kind of feel that. I kind of feel like, like we said that Kyle said, this is what we want. We want to keep this here, what we currently have, but I want you to learn it and I want you to put your twist to it. Now I, we all thought the twist was going to be more man coverage, right? And he was going to be more aggressive with the slot and maybe blitzing linebackers or safeties, but it, kind of was different because he came out with a different approach as far as being safe and conservative. So I don't know, man, but I'm really looking forward to see what they do versus Giant team. Uh, I think Waller could potentially give him issues. I really do because of his height thing, but I want to see how they respond after having a game.
0: You said that it's so interesting. You said that I think that uh, Niners linebackers play better. Hear me out. I think they have better overall games when there's a good tight end on the field against them. Right? Like Higby is not gonna, he's he's not one of those, right? He can yeah. be a guy that becomes a focal point of an of an offense. And what's that? What's my guy's name over? Freedmouth or free freemouth, whatever his name is over in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's not one of those. But Wallers and Kelsey's and all that Niners linebackers just play a different brand of football i'm not talking about coverage i'm talking about all over the field they play a different brand of football when they know they have to worry about one of those type of uh tight ends being on the field i don't know if they're worried about speed or what but they get ready for it man and they turn up and i and i love seeing it i love seeing it so hopefully we get like a a really good linebacker game here because of waller you know, and with Saquon Barkley being out, I'm expecting I'm expecting the Niners to be targeted in these shallow little crossing routes all over again. Waller and Paris <laughs> Campbell after what Puka Nakua just put on film. I'm expecting to see that a lot more, uh, especially on a short week.
1: Bro, everyone's on this do. fucking puka hookah. What puka. <laughs> Come on, bro. The dude's a possession receiver. Right? Doesn't matter. He, What's he, he going to be Welker. when he comes back? You're lining him up outside and having to run a go route? Get going. Come on. He's,
0: he's Wes Welker, man.
1: He's, he's a the new Wes Welker possession receiver. He's got 100 catches with one touchdown. Okay, let's be great. It's not his fault. They're not targeting him in the red zone. No, what they're doing is they're running him into the ground to move the damn chains. That's what they're doing. He's got a role. That's the same thing we did with Kendrick Bourne. He's no nah, mind. Kendrick
0: Kendrick ah. Bourne actually led the team in and receiving touchdowns one year. Thank you. He Thank had you. like six. He had Thank six, you. though. Like that was nothing. Don't don't do that. Like, but, but still, I gotta give him his property it,
1: He get it. It was the uh, border with freaking hookah pookahs doing. That's it, guys. He's got a new name. He is officially
0: known as Hookah Puka. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Raphael said there's the Walmart version of Cup. <laughs> oh my
0: god. No, Cup's got a way better route tree than than Oh Huka yeah. Huka. What'd you call him? More. Huka Puka. He's got he's got a, a way better route tree than Huka Puka. Yeah, and then, um, then this
1: guy, someone on Twitter said he's the Debo Samuel of the Rams. I said, get Cowan, oh bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know why they said that? Because they ran one reverse with him. That's why he said that.
1: <laughs>
0: they ran a freaking reverse with him and, and they lost their minds over it.
1: Insane.
0: Um, they also ran a reverse with uh, what's the guy's name? Number 18. I don't know, Kendrick. Uh, no, Squadron Rick. Slow, Slow (laughs) Nick. He's slower than Rick. Uh, yeah, they also ran one with him. I guess he's Debo, also, right? So, yeah, I thought I had some more notes. Where are my other notes at? Hold on, I text you something too. -mm 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 Where'd it go? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, all right. So let's let's stay on let's stay on the game thing really quick. Um, for the last, but prior to Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. Prior to Christian McCaffrey, the Niners. We're really a running back by committee, Kyle's entire time here. Mm-hmm. Are those days over?
1: Yes. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan got his Roger Craig.
0: Oh, shit. He just called my man a fullback.
1: Stop with the nonsense of a fullback. The dude is a tailback. We played fullback at Michigan. Stop! 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 He played fullback here. We did this already.
0: We he did this played,
1: already. He played fucking fullback at Nebraska
0: and in San Francisco, man. But listen, so I I understand what you're saying. You you sincerely think that? All right. So Kyle actually said I got to apologize to Mitchell. Uh, I actually thought he was going to get on the field at some point yesterday, but he didn't. Kyle said that, not like that. He, he said that the presser, like, I it's kind like what we
1: like, said, what I said on the phone to you, right? It's you're in the heat of the game, you're big play, you're top players, you're you, you know, you're moving, you're you want your best on the field, right? That's why you went out and brought him in, right? yeah. But uh huh, and 25 touches is not earth-shattering in my opinion. 21 carries and i think five catches you said? No, 20 it's right.
0: and 3 no it was it was 22 and 3.
1: All right, 22 and 3, 22 carries and five uh 22 carries and 3 catches are not earth-shattering. Right. So it becomes a part of the puzzle where the chess piece role comes in as well. Okay? Mm-hmm. You motion them out, out wide. Now the defense is like, oh, shit, there's Chris McCaffrey. And what do they do when they do that? Kittle runs that shallow crosser. Debo runs that shallow right. crosser. Bayuke runs that shallow crosser. It's about creating the matchups. We, we spoke about this the minute Kyle was hired. It's about chess. And the man's playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers. And that's what it comes down to. But so- finally, we got the quarterback to execute.
0: So you don't think that uh, Mitchell is capable of being a good running back anymore now that McCaffrey's here? like It, no, it would be one I, thing Mitchell's if we saw fine. Mitchell
1: go in there and like just stink it up, but he played just as good. Listen, dude, you're never going to hear the truth. You're never going to hear this, okay? And it, it, I think part of it is they don't want Mitchell to get banged up. That's what I think part of this is as much as it is like McCaffrey is the the bell cow and McCaffrey is this okay. he's the he's the chess piece Mitchell has a history of getting hurt easily and quick so
0: in two weeks of football i've heard they didn't put in Mason because he fumbles and now it's they didn't put in Mitchell because he gets injured
1: i said it i don't have an issue with it i said it so why are they here get but someone else why, why is Mike, tdp like, constantly inactive
0: huh why is tdp con-
1: if you have two running backs I that you can't to play, you you don't have listen to me listen he's inactive because he does not offer value as a special teams player mason does that's why they go with mason rather than tdp now I if think. an injuries, if an injury is, happens to happen this is where TDP gets at becomes active because he's not his role isn't going to be strictly a special teams role, right? We talked about it with the linebackers. Curtis Robinson week one was brought up off the Packers squad, why? Because he is a special teams player. So, what did they do this week? You know, Greenlaw had the problem with his groin, maybe they were a little bit hesitant about it. They let him play, he made it through the game, no issues. Thank god. But they brought up a better linebacker, just in case he sustains an injury. It's it's roster economics. It's they're protecting themselves. Who would you rather have out there, Dee Winters or frigging Curtis Robinson as a linebacker?
0: None of that yeah. has anything to do with 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 Mitchell and the use of these running backs or lack of use of running backs.
1: But if the what, I, I'm just is, saying that,
0: I think I'm crazy. I do. I, I I'm starting to think. I I know I'm a little off. I know I got a couple of screws loose, and you know not the brightest bulb in the shed, but I, I, my brain won't let me understand having two active running backs, and you can't use one because he fumbles and the other because he gets injured. Then okay, you, let, let, me, ask one, let me ask you this. Then that means you only have one active running
1: back. Let me ask you this as a defensive coordinator. You're the defensive coordinator. If I motion McCaffrey out of the backfield or I motion Mitchell out of the backfield, who's a bigger threat and who are you focusing on more?
0: You're going to focus on McCaffrey more, but you're supposed to still respect the alignment.
1: Okay, so there you just said it, and that's why McCaffrey's on the field more because McCaffrey's the bigger threat. McCaffrey is the do-it-all running back. McCaffrey is the Roger Craig for this offense. He can line up as a receiver, run routes. He can block on the screen pass. He can carry the ball. He can throw the ball. He all did this versus the Rams. Let's not forget his first start versus the Rams. He threw, caught, and, re- and ran for a touchdown. We're that forgetting that. ball about went it. backwards. Huh?
0: I just saw the Debo throw. That ball went backwards. How did it go backwards when he was in the shotgun and he threw it? He wasn't in shotgun. He was under center. He's, yeah, he snapped it. He stepped back really quick and turned. But that was, yeah, I, I just watched it. I just saw it. Actually, I must have missed that play live. I don't even remember seeing that play, but he he threw it backwards. Yeah, thank God, Debo caught it. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I'm getting. I I don't know. I don't know, but I do think back to the original question. I do think that the days of. Um, running back by committee are over. I think the only way you see another running back on that field is if McCaffrey needs a breather. I don't think you're going to see anybody else out there. I think Kyle got his guy. He's, he's paid more than any running back room Kyle's ever had combined. And that's including the overpaid McKinnon that we had here.
1: Well, McKinnon was never a starter, right? I'm talking about the,
0: I'm talking about the money. I'm saying I'm just saying like like they paid
1: him starter money, but he was never a starter. So they brought him here with the mindset that we're gonna make you the starter, but he's never had the starting load on his shoulders. Like Mm -hmm. what did I say to you on the phone today? That year when he was at Stanford, he was the offense, right? Maybe he's used to this. Maybe this is what he wants. Maybe he's telling Kyle, keep me in the damn game. Let's go. I want. You know, I want to set records. I want to be this. Maybe he has incentives in his deal where he wants to make more money. We don't know. But maybe he's just that guy. We don't know. I mean, we do know. Yeah. But-
0: yeah. yeah. I, I just think I, it's – CMC is him. He's him. And I think the Niners are going to be competitive in any game as long as he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Kyle's got his chess piece,
1: and like, I think this offense has the ten, the chance to be elite with him. Mm-hmm. Just being on the
0: field, I hated seeing this play. I hated seeing this play so much. Freaking third and inches in the fourth quarter, and Bosa's not on the field, so we can catch a breather. Piss me off. He missed the the next like two or three plays. I remember seeing this. Oh, it annoyed me so much and there was a stupid red flag in the backfield for like those plays they wouldn't pick it up i thought someone was challenging something bosa nowhere to be seen second and 22. no bosa
1: the bosa nonsense will you
0: third and 22 he finally shows up all right so um I think some things that we've learned at what cost uh we have sacrificed the backup running backs. We have sacrificed man <laughs> coverage. <laughs> we have sacrificed to the collarbone gods Brandon Ayuk. No, let me knock on wood because I, I really want him to heal up and get better. So let me let me not say that. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Um, Kyle did say that there were just the two injuries to report: Ambry Thomas in the knee, and then he also said the thing about Ayuk's uh, clavicle. Um, and it was really just about to pain tolerance. So there's, no, "There's no, there's no damage." About
1: Lenore. Didn't say. Someone said Lenore had a, was in the concussion protocol or something.
0: No, that was Ambry last week against the – that was Ambry last week against the Steelers. Are you People sure? Because I thought he, I
1: read something on Twitter today about him.
0: Uh, well, I I know what Kyle said today. I, I watched the presser, and the only two injuries that he reported were Ayuk, and it was t- pain tolerance, and it was uh, Ambry Thomas in his knee. Well. That's all it was. Um, so – you know, Wayne and I did a, a little show on this earlier.
1: Would you play Ayuk on Thursday? I mean, I would dress him. I mean, I mean, you want to would... sit him, you sit him. But I mean,
0: so you Elijah Mitchellum because he gets injured.
1: I'm not saying dress that. him, but put him on the sideline. No, I mean, you try if he's okay to play and he wants to play, and they feel it's not something that's going to, you know get worse i mean mm-hmm. why wouldn't you dress him right yeah he is uh, a, one of your top options in the offense right he's one of four five one of five options that they can go through i mean or you just sit them and you just don't dress him and you bring somebody up off the practice squad and you start jennings and devo or you bring in bell or you bring him McLeod. cloud
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something very unpopular right now, very uncommon, and I'm gonna ride this train until I can't anymore. Lenore is the best corner on this team. Mm. He's, he's, he's definitely my favorite DB in the whole room. Uh, he's the well, best corner on this team. He needs to be a little bit more consistent.
1: That's fair. I completely understand that. I completely get it. I think you're knocking Ward because of a couple of plays where he actually got picked on by his own man.
0: He needs to, he needs to be more consistent. He's. I mean, they
1: both do, but I think if you're going to say who's your top guy, I'm putting Ward on their top receiver.
0: And you better hope he feels like playing every down. I mean, I he he he's, he takes now. reps off, man. He gets lazy out there. He takes plays off. I hate seeing it. He doesn't. He doesn't run to make tackles if the play is not on his side. Like it's, it's just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I hope he, I hope he hears what I'm saying. And I hope he takes it personal. I hope he tweets me and tells me to shut up. No, I don't. I don't care for the tweet or the recognition. Just go out there and prove me wrong. Like shut me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just his soft coverage is is the softest of soft coverage. I don't know. And I I am not going to blame all that on him. I do think a lot of that is what they're being told to do. Because you, Lenore's uh pick in the fourth quarter that, that, was a good that play that was press. He he pressed them at the line and stuck with the guy that
1: like it was man coverage He got right there. And that's when you noticed the change in the defense. When they were blitzing the fifth person to generate pressure and they switched on the back end. Man. Give me Lenore all day, baby.
0: That's my dog right there. That's my man right there. I'm, I'm worried about Moody Ward, but we'll see what happens. He he does have his moments. Let me let me not talk like I hate him, because that's not... I know people are going to, you know, you got to pick a side and ride with it, right? Like, are you team Lenore? Are you team Moody? I'm, I'm team Niners, but... I'm just saying, Lenore is my favorite guy back there, and and I think he he's got a, a higher ceiling. How's that? There you go. How's that? Does that that sound good? He's got a higher ceiling than Ward. How's that? Um, that's not offensive, yeah. right? I'm, I'm I'm not asking you to agree. I'm saying like that sounds better than he's better than Ward. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. Better. I'll I'll say it that way then. I'll say it that way. He's better right now too. But I I'll say, you know. He's got the higher ceiling. All right, Tony, man, let's wrap this thing up here, man. It's after 10. I got to get up early. Um, I saw a super chat in here. I forgot to read it. I apologize. JP Hellehart says, Mike, are you coming to the Seattle game? No. Uh, The Seattle game is on my birthday. I will be home ordering Chinese food. You know, it's actually our Christmas tradition, but I might try to do it on thanksgiving this year give my wife you know a nice little break and uh just chilling i, I probably won't do chinese food either i don't know what i'm going to be eating but we're gonna have some fun but no i i plan on being home plan on being home man watching the show right here with you guys bro right here with you guys um tony man any final thoughts let's let's go home man let's get out of here Niners are trash. We about to get exposed this week against the New York Football Giants. Not better. Um, than that. You know, the Giants had one of the more impressive comebacks of the of the season so far. Actually, they might have had the biggest comeback of the season so far. Um, let me see here. Yeah, they they came back. What were they down? Twenty eight nothing, right? Was it twenty eight? I know I know that it was 20 nothing at halftime and yeah. I know the Cardinals scored again but I don't know if they scored first. Let me see. Scoring summary. Touchdown Cardinals 7 nothing, 14 nothing, 17 nothing, 20 nothing, and then the Giants scored. So they came down from 20 points. They came back from being down 20.
1: Yeah. Um
0: 31 second-half points. The Niners are getting the hottest version of the New York football Giants,
1: man. They've never been hotter than what they are right now. I actually – I'm really looking forward to this matchup. I'm going to tell you why. I want to see Purdy versus Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale blitzes a lot. Wink Martindale also switches his coverages and disguises coverages a lot on the back end. So I want to see how he – how he he handles that type of look. Because I I think because of the teams that – I mean, because of the talent and the skill positions players and the players at the skill positions for the 49ers, I think teams are a little bit hesitant in blitzing. Mm -hmm. And I just think Wink Martindale's um, aggression is game in and game out. So it's going to be interesting. I just want to see how they – how he answers – the call verse how he uh what am i saying i'm fucking tired how he responds to that type of defense <laughs> i am so tired right now i'm like fucking half asleep it's horrible Um i'm saying i'm fucking tired <laughs> no because i wind up staying overtime last night and came home woke up and fucking went to work again i feel, feel you man three hours sleep
0: We got to do what we got to do. We will uh, preview this game. Well, you probably won't be around for a preview,
1: right? I go back Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, it's during the week. I was able to get a day
0: off. Check you out. All right, well, maybe I'll I'll have you say your thoughts then. We'll break down the Giants game later on in the week. Maybe we'll do another car ride along with Tony. We'll figure something out. Maybe we'll get him on, on the road or something like that. But, uh. Uh, my final thoughts are are going to be pretty simple this evening, guys. Man, the Niners are 2-0. Uh, we are coming up against the New York football Giants. Finished that game with 24 unanswered points. They're coming in red hot on a short week. They didn't have a lot of travel. I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's our home opener. The Giants got to travel east. Wrong. The Giants were right there in Arizona. Boop. That's where they were on the map. The Niners were in L.A. Boop. Right there on the map. And both teams are now going right there so uh the travel's about even uh we don't benefit from that at all but you know what's gonna happen man we're gonna have a showdown be patient hopefully this is a good game not a one sided affair uh but not too good of a game because i would like to see some of our starters get some rest so we'll break all that down make sure you guys subscribe to patreon got something new coming to you guys 8 a.m sharp it's already set already scheduled to release so make sure you guys are there. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Um, Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. If you guys are looking thinking about getting Sunday tickets, just so you can see Niner games, check us out. $5 tier every tier. All right? Every game, all year long. We'll see it there. All right? And uh, that's it, man. We'll talk to you all soon. You ready, Tony?
1: Yeah. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always. Remain faithful. Faithful.
0: We'll see y'all soon. Peace. We all gas, no breaks, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we done
1: nothing niners. Uh, niners. do nothing but niners.
0: Nothing but
1: niners, but niners,